Hello. Thank you for joining us for another episode of This Week in AML. I'm John Byrne, Chair of the AMLRS Advisory Board. And I'm Elliot Berman, our Creative Director. We are excited to welcome you to the This Week in AML podcast, where we explore key news and developments in the global financial crime prevention community. Hi, John. How are you this week? I'm good, Elliot. Uh, We're both excited to be here in Washington, D.C. for the first annual AML partnership forum. So that gets started in a couple of hours. And um, we're very excited both about the participation of law enforcement in addition to the private sector, but also the coverage of so many issues, which includes the one we're going to talk about now, and that's corruption. Yes. So uh, at the end of last week, FinCEN published an advisory on kleptocracy and foreign public corruption. Um, There's some emphasis, although not by any means all of it, on some of the things that are coming out of the Russia-Ukraine situation. Right. Uh, but it's much broader than that, um, and it's a, uh, it's a worthy read. Uh, we'd encourage everybody to read it, and we'll link to it. Uh, you'll be able to find the link um, to the release uh, on our website. Um, so, John, uh, it was interesting. Some topics we're seeing happening a lot. There's some good red flag discussion. What was the thing that jumped off the page at you as you were reading through? Well, just a couple of things. Obviously, the focus is on foreign public corruption and, as we mentioned, kleptocracy, which, of course, is rampant in uh, Russia and around the world. But one of the things that they highlight, and it's not new to us, but that um, you know, corrupt officials and others that are involved in things like bribery often purchase various U.S. assets. So they mentioned luxury real estate, hotels, private jets, artwork, and you know, we're dealing with antiquities as well. Motion picture companies, which is interesting, uh, all of these to launder the proceeds of their corruption. Then they also point out another issue that's top of mind with us uh, AML practitioners, and that's the use of anonymous companies or straw purchasers. So basically, all the areas that, that we've been covering, a lot of these things that are in the uh, Anti-Money Laundering Act are certainly tools to move illicit funds and uh, further enable corruption. Yeah, they call out in here, again, by example, not in any respect as a total list, uh, some corruption activities identified by the uh, U.S. government uh, in Belarus and also in El Salvador. So again, this isn't by any means strictly an Eastern European problem. This is a global problem, uh, one that um, we continue to try to help uh, folks identify and therefore be able to uh, interdict in the sense of uh, pushing these people out of the financial system and also to report as required depending on their jurisdiction. Yeah, and I want to hear your thoughts about the red flag indicators, but uh, again, I'm on the reporting. There's a section, again, it's a really good advisory. There's a section in there to remind all of us on our BSA obligations, and uh, those include SAR reporting, customer due diligence, and you know, using 314B to information share. So all those things are always good reminders. But they say on the SAR filing instructions, um, FinCEN requests that FIs and filers, other all filers, reference this alert and include what uh, the key terms so they can search it, corruption, FIN, and then the number 2022A001. You'll see that in the advisory. But to put that in SAR field two, um, and also in the narrative to make sure that you indicate a connection between the suspicious activity being reported and the activities highlighted in the alert. So I think that's good advice. 
you also uh, had noted that there's a series of financial red flag indicators of both kleptocracy in general and then foreign public corruption. Yeah, and some of them were interesting. I I thought some of them were, um, you know, what we would expect. But the first one kind of caught my eye. Transactions involving long-term government contracts consistently awarded through an opaque selection process to the same legal entity or entities that share similar beneficial ownership structures. It's like when you when you get done parsing through that, it's a little bit of a, well, that would make sense. But I don't know that that's one that, you know, uh, we I would have thought of personally or been able to articulate without seeing the red flag. So again, there's 10 red flags. Uh, obviously, not going to read them all to you, but they there are there's a varied uh, range of the things they touch. Um, they talk about the issues, the potential issues with embassies and foreign government businesses that are conducted through personal accounts um, and a number of other things. And so, uh, good training materials for you um, uh, wherever, uh, again, wherever you might be uh, in working with your staffs, and also good things to think about how your systems might help identify these types of activities. Right. And just to close this out, um we're going to have a number of uh, uh, key topics covered during this uh, partnership forum for the next couple of days. And while we we'll, won't report on the specifics, I think it's safe to say that uh, we'll certainly have a, a chat about some of the themes from this week for next week's This Week in AML, but also potentially uh, some blogs and, and interviews uh, with some of the key presenters. We are very excited that the support of the forum is not just with the private sector, but we we have key representatives from IRS, from uh, Homeland Security, the FBI, and a number of other law enforcement uh, agencies. So uh, this is designed so that we can um, discuss issues together, you know, without press coverage, uh, to further enable sort of um, open open dialogue. And and this is just so important to the AML community. So we'll cover some of the outputs of this in the next couple of weeks, either in this in this particular venue that we're doing right now or this avenue, uh, but also in more detail. Yeah, so uh, shameless plug, we're also doing our monthly webinar this month. Uh, it's uh, April 28th, uh, live stream starts at 1 p.m. Eastern time, and the topic is domestic terrorism, um, and that's from a global perspective. So again, um, there's domestic terrorist activity going on in many places around the globe, and we'll be talking about uh, that uh, with a great panel of experts. So, uh, John, until next week, um, uh, I hope we have a great time at the forum. Yep. Take care. Talk to you soon. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye.